Hello there, it's Gareth here and welcome to this episode 98 of the podcast. I hope you are well. Um, so today, I want to talk about challenging conditions. There you go. And I'll tell you why I'm going to talk about this. It's because yesterday, um, Sunday, we went walking this week. And we, we don't often go walking on a Sunday, it's generally Saturday. But for the last few weeks, actually, we've had a few Sunday walks, simply because the weather looked better. Um, but even though the weather looked better yesterday, the conditions were challenging. And... Um, I'm recording this one very early on Monday morning, so my voice is a little bit um, rough this morning, a little bit gruffly. So I sound all kind of, I sound like um, a, a late night radio DJ. Not that I've ever listened to a late night radio DJ, but um, I imagine this is what they would sound like. Anyway, back to the point we're talking about, which is challenging conditions. Yesterday, we went walking in Meltham, and um, I do love that part of the world. It's a part of the world I've become very fond of over the last sort of two or three years. And it's one thing that we, we didn't, for some reason, although we live in Wakefield, which is not like a long way off, it's only 20 miles away, and I've lived around this area in Kirklees and Meltham, Huddersfield, Halifax area all my life, it, only a couple of years ago did I start to realise that they get a lot of snow. It's never talked about, you know, if, if it snows in Leeds or Wakefield, like, you know, it's in the news, but it never mentions it when, it's, when it snows in Meltham. And they do get snow quite early, because it's quite high up there. And if you go to the back of Meltham, you're sort of heading towards... The Peak District, well, not you're heading towards, you are in the Peak District, so, you know, they do get a lot of snow. Anyway, long story very short, here on Saturday morning in Wakefield, we had a lot of snow. It came down overnight, and we woke up to, like, this huge white carpet of snow. Um, our friend in Meltham, we were, we were planning on walking there on Sunday, you know, I asked her, you know, what's going on? In fact, it's Rianne, Rianne Evans, the harpy, she's been on here, so hello, Rianne. Um, you know, message her, what's the weather like up there? You know, have you got plenty of snow? And she said, no, there wasn't any. So, okay, fair enough. It doesn't often happen that way. They normally get a lot of snow. We don't. Maybe we just we just caught it this year and they hadn't. So, really, the idea was that we we knew the weather forecast was wintry for the weekend. And we thought, well, if we go walking on Sunday, there's every chance we might see a little bit of snow. But when I got the message from Rianne that the snow hadn't come there and it it, and it had come here, you know, there's a little bit of kind of, oh, well, we'll go there walking on Sunday anyway. So Sunday morning, we got up, drove to Meltham, and as we were getting closer to it, the, the way I go to Meltham, it's, it's on a road called Denbydale Road, and it's a lovely drive. I love the drive there, especially this time of year, because we were going across in the morning, it's still quite dark, and a lot of the kind of little villages in between have got the kind of Christmas lights up now. Um, so it's, it's all very twinkly and festive, very, very nice, you know, very, very seasonal. But when you come to a point on that road, the Denbydale Road, um, you start to see, before you go into Homeworth, you start to see the hills in front of you, which we were going to be walking in. Um, and straight away when I saw them, even though it wasn't particularly light, it was just, it was kind of first light, these hills were white. And I thought, hang on a minute, I thought there were no snow up here, Ian. Um, and as we got closer to Meltham and we started to rise up to it, to, out of Homeworth, up a hill towards Meltham, um, we could see the conditions around. There was clearly some snow on the ground. So, we were very happy, or Sue was very happy, because Sue loves the snow. And she was really excited, we're going to get in the snow, we're going to get in the snow. I mean, the whole day, if you looked at the, the weather forecast, it wasn't going to get much above freezing. So I knew that whatever it was like on, on when we set off, which we normally set off about 8 o'clock, that's how the conditions were going to be all through the walk. So we were faced with the first few sort of um, metres outside Rianne's house were very icy, and it didn't really let up. There was ice underfoot all along. So we, we, we had this kind of strange thing happens sometimes where you can have something that's beautiful to experience visually, as in the snow on the ground, and there was no cloud first thing, although cloud was coming, 
Um, and, it, and it looked beautiful, but under underfoot was very tough for walking. So it was like, it looked visually great, but the conditions were tough and challenging. And I think sometimes this happens a lot. In life, you can have situations that, that seem very pleasant on the kind of visual front. Oh, that's a nice idea. Oh, I think it might be a nice thing. And then when we get into it, the, ch- the conditions are much more challenging than you expect. So that's how this walk panned out, really. Um, we, 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 were on, we were on, not the road, but we were on kind of um, sort of paths and, and sort, of tr- sort of very small tracks for about a mile. And it was very, very hard underfoot, very, very slippy. And when you go out walking in snow... It's difficult to know when you put your foot down whether you're going to grip or you're going to slip. And that can be quite difficult. You, you kind of almost have to develop a mindset of just kind of not caring about that. Because if you just think about it enough, it would slow you down tremendously and, and it would feel very uncomfortable. But sometimes we have to go through these, these challenging conditions. You know, walking as in life. You know, sometimes to get where you want to be, you have to go through the challenging conditions. And I kind of worked out that once we got through the first sort of mile, mile and a half, then the conditions should be fine. There should be, I would expect, snow. And as we started to go higher and higher, the snow got thicker and thicker. But out, but the ice would disappear. So kind of, you can almost, because I know from experience of walking snow before, you can handle deep snow walking. That's quite fun. It's very difficult. Um, it's very hard on the thighs. But it's not, you haven't got that slippiness. So you've kind of got a different challenge, if you like. And basically yesterday, the conditions were a lot more challenging than I expected them to be, to a point that probably halfway into the walk, um, I, I made a decision. I said, look, we, we're going to need to take a different route. We couldn't do the route we wanted to do. I think it, we, we were just too slow. And we were just too slow because the conditions wouldn't allow us to be any quicker. Um, to give you an idea, when we go out walking normally, we can keep to roughly 20 minutes a mile. Um, some of the miles, the first three miles, one of them took us 45 minutes because when we got to the top of the, the highest point, which is a place called West Nab, Literally, we were walking in snowdrifts up to our waist, well, up to my waist. You can imagine if it's up to my waist, what it were like with these lasses that are nearly a foot taller or a foot shorter than me. So, challenging conditions. So, that's why I wanted to do this today. So, just a bit, that's a, kind of a bit of the background to it. Lovely walk, nice weekend, lovely. Some got some great photographs when the sun were coming up on the snow, beautiful. But it got me thinking about how we have to face challenging conditions. And if we're not, up for it or we can't deal with challenging conditions sometimes a lot of the paths in life are almost impossible to go down so what we do is if it becomes challenging we've either got a choice to go through it get the other side or we have to take a different route and sometimes if you're not careful if you're not willing to take on challenging conditions you go nowhere so if yesterday we'd have decided we we did not want to face any challenging conditions we'd have found ourselves not leaving Rianne's house. You know, we, we met there at eight o'clock in the morning and if, if we had to say, look, we, we want to go somewhere, but we don't any challenging conditions whatsoever, there would have been nowhere to go. Even walking down to the street, down the street to, to the town was challenging. And I think sometimes you have to accept challenging conditions are there and you have to go through them. Because the minute, the minute you avoid a challenging situation, the problem is you'll avoid it again. It's something that happens in, when we're building habits that we've got to do things over and over again for them to become habitual. And you have to have a good reason for doing it to get a habit going. That's why when I'm, when I'm working with somebody on, on sort of bringing habits into their life, I'm always quick to say, look, you've got to keep at this for at least 30 days. And it might feel tough, it might feel hard. But once you've got to 30 days, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll kind of have the habit and you'll stick with it. Well, 
that's a positive habit because I don't tell me no, I don't normally get people to do negative habits. Well, not normally. I never get people to take on negative habits. But when you want to, but when you develop a negative habit, it's in this in a very similar way. You just do it over and over again. So sometimes when you're doing something and you make a decision just once to avoid it because it's too tough, it's too difficult, it's not right, you can live with it just once. If it's just once for a very, very good reason, and I'm going to explain one of the very good reasons when I've told you the next bit of this. But once you've done it once and you do it and you miss it, that's fine if you do it once. But then if you miss it again, what you're starting to develop is a habit. You're starting to develop a habit of not doing it. So when you develop a habit, let's say once you decide to avoid a difficult situation um, or something that's a challenging condition, once you do it once, okay, I'll give you that. But if you do it again, you're starting to form a habit. And if you're not careful before long, anything that comes up that's even remotely challenging, you'll kind of take a wide berth around it. And then you find that you've got limitations. I often think, I was talking to somebody the other day um, at school. I I do some work in a school. I was talking to a pupil at school and we were talking about the importance of doing things. And this was somebody who, to be quite honest, you know, we were having a discussion about why this person should be a little bit more kind of focused on doing their schoolwork. And it's because of this. When you leave school with your qualifications, you don't necessarily ever use them them skills again. You might not use what you've learned in geography ever again. But what you've got when you have good qualifications from a school career is you've got options open to you. You've got more doors open to you. And the more doors open, open to you, the more opportunities, you will do better in life with more opportunities. So the minute you start avoiding difficult circumstances, you cut down your opportunities and you don't want to be doing that. Anyway, the reason I say you can get away with it once is this. It's Monday morning. Generally by now, as I'm recording this, it's 8 o'clock. I would have been to the gym. This morning, I have not been to the gym. I decided this morning to take a day off the gym. Or at least I've not gone this morning. Let me tell you why. I woke up this morning and realised, looking outside, the conditions are just like they were yesterday we were walking. The icy, and I thought, you know what? It's just not effective. It's, it's silly. I'm, I'm running the risk of going out early. I could take the car down possibly there were options available to me but I thought you know what I've got so much to do today it's a really really busy day I've got to record these podcasts this morning I've got to get a couple of these done because I want to record tomorrow's the day as well because I've got a busy day tomorrow and then I've got to go into Leeds so I've a lot to do today so I'm ending this in today no I haven't avoided the gym because it was challenging conditions to get there I've avoided the gym today because it doesn't make sense because actually what I'd be doing by not doing the other stuff today I'd be avoiding what is more challenging. Because for me to go to the gym today is not really a challenge because I've got in the habit now. But for me to kind of avoid going and doing the stuff I need to do in Leeds, that's a challenging thing I've got to do in Leeds. So by me not doing it, I'd be avoiding some challenging circumstances. Does that make sense? So I will get a workout in today. I'll do something at home. I've got some weights and some equipment here. But what I'm kind of saying is, if you avoid challenging conditions once, okay, if there's a good reason for it, and maybe you've got something else that's more important, I get that. But the minute you do it, one, two, three, it starts to become a habit, and that's not good. So yesterday, we couldn't avoid the challenging conditions. I've got to be honest, there were three of us walking yesterday. I think Sue really enjoyed the conditions. She, she kind of loves that kind of time of year. And for some reason, she's very she's better on ice than me. I'm not very good on ice. I'm, I'm not... I don't have particularly good balance is my problem. Sue has much better balance than me, so she can do things like paddle boarding and, and all that. Anything that requires balance, she's pretty good at. And my balance is shocking. 
Um, and it always has been. I could never ride a skateboard. Um, I was never very good at anything that involved balancing. You know, I was never good at gymnastics, you know, when we did it when we were at school. Um, so when I'm on ice, I feel very uncomfortable and it's difficult for me. So I felt it was challenging yesterday. But I don't dodge it because I know if we're going to walk through the winter and if we're going to walk right through till the, the good weather comes again in, in kind of March and April, we're going we're gonna to hit a bit of ice. We're going to meet some other snowy conditions. And I have to say yesterday... This is another thing about challenging conditions. When you get through them challenging conditions, there's always a reward. So yesterday when we'd, we'd kind of spent the first two miles in, in what were very challenging conditions, and the last two miles were tough, but we, there were about six miles in between, which were just really, really beautiful. Um, and one of the best bits was we got to the top of this place called West Nab, and then we had to walk down the other side. And literally, this is a place that's normally undulating, there's rocks there normally, and there's a quite a clear path. Um, you couldn't see any of that because it was just completely white because the wind had blown it. So it was like we were just walking through these snowdrifts. And it was just so much fun. I've got a video of, of, of Rian and Sue kind of hooping and hollowing behind me and slipping about. and it, it was just a lot of fun. So sometimes to get those fun things, do them good things in life, you've got to go through the challenging conditions. So don't avoid challenging conditions. All you're doing is setting yourself up to become habitual when it comes to avoiding them. Take the challenging conditions on. And what you will find, and i found this many times, what's a challenging condition now, if you do it often enough, isn't challenging really after that. So although yesterday's conditions were challenging, I know probably two, three years ago I would have avoided that. I'd have said, oh, it's too much. I'm not, I'm not going through snow. But now I've done it a few times. I've broke it. It's not as challenging for me. Now I look to enjoy it. Always knowing that although some bits might be challenging on walks like yesterday, you'll always get to the top of the hill. You'll always have some moment on that walk where you think, wow, this was amazing. And this is the truth yesterday. We went out early and we were making the tracks. And then we, we ended up meeting some guys and we'd come down this kind of steep, snowy bit. There was a load of guys at the bottom with these dogs and they're just right healthy looking dudes. You know, and they were there ready to, they were doing a bit of running and walking. And they actually said, oh, you made us some tracks, we'll follow your tracks back up there. So there was a bit of me thinking, there you go. There's four athletes there following in my footsteps. There was something quite nice about thinking that way. Anyway, there you go. Don't avoid challenging circumstances. They're everywhere in life. If you get through them, there's always something better on the other side. But the minute you start not doing the things because they're challenging, you build a habit of avoiding them and you, your options are limited. So there you go. Hope that gives you something to think about. And hopefully, um, the next time you face a challenging circumstance and you find if you face a challenging condition, you might just think about this podcast there. Yeah, Gav said, push on through. And believe me, you will, you will be very thankful you'll remember that because um, good things always lie at the other side of a challenge. Right, hope you've enjoyed that. I'll see you tomorrow for another podcast. Until then, take care.